So welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we are talking about Evil Dead Rise, which basically Evil Dead is a series of movies that started in the 80s. And we'll probably get the history of that from James. But this, there was a remake or reimagining of that in 2013, directed by Freddy Alvarez, who is also Don't Breathe. That's him. This one is not necessarily a sequel or follow-up. It's just in the vein of Evil Dead. Directed by Lee Cronin. So it's written and directed by him, which I'm surprised. That's saying a lot. Yeah, generally a lot of production companies won't let a a major franchise director have full control over. Unless you're Marvel. Right, direct. It stars Mirabai Peace, Richard Crouchy, and Marie Thomas. So the synopsis is a twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of the family imaginable. It's a bunch of teens at a lake. (laughs) How many times have we seen that before? But one girl tries to go in the like the friend's room it's like hey what's going on and the friend is basically just clearly possessed and then rips a scalp off <laughs> yeah just and, ripped that shit off like it was nothing yeah then there's a dude by the lake who's flying his drone so the girl that had a scalp ripped off runs to him and then the other girl that's clearly possessed grabs the drone puts her face in the drone the blades of the drone which probably should not happen scars her she jumps in the water he jumps in the water after her, thinking that something went wrong. She bites his head off. <laughs> and then that movie then jets to what the synopsis gives, is that, well, one of the sisters works grip for a rock band. Right. And yeah. then she goes to meet with her sister, who has several children, three children. During the course of that, there is an earthquake. The kids go get pizza on the way back. They were in the parking garage. A hole opens up in the parking garage. The son kind of weirdly and stupidly says, oh, look, there's a vault. He opens the vault. There is symbols of evil <laughs> all around him. He grabs a book out of that and then brings the book back into the house. And then starts playing some records that were also with the book. And that sets off this whole kind of possession situation so go to our resident monster hunter oh lord jesus james who burns incense to keep the spirits away i do burn incense (laughs) i do i do that's no lie yeah you do burn incense to keep the spirits away he like no not here the spirits aren't welcome again they keep saying let me in is this about vampires is like james goes in this whole diatribe about vampires so (laughs) jay I have a setup question. Okay. Serious, <laughs> man. So, Jay, how did you feel about Evil Dead Rise? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Remained true to itself. It wasn't anything that was like just out of the box. Said before, Evil Dead has a formula, and they stuck with the formula. Make sure you have a lot of blood, a lot of crazy stuff going on, a shotgun, <laughs> a chainsaw, and more blood. I know I said blood before, but blood is all over the place in this. It, it has to be gruesome fucks up, do something not supposed to do, and it creates a lot of crap that you gotta somehow survive, even though the thing you have to survive is daunting. It doesn't look good in your favor. That is the formula for Evil Dead. It's worked for damn near 40 years. 40 plus years, really. Yeah, so it was Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. The remake was 2013. And then 
the Ash versus Evil Dead series came after that. Well, I'm talking about the director. Looks like he had done something called The Hole in the Ground. Independent? It has to be independent. Looks like it might be an Irish film. Why we haven't heard of it. Yeah. All right, but go ahead. I still take the chance, though. The characters weren't memorable. That's the only thing that I could say. The characters weren't memorable outside of the mother that was head demon or head deadite or whatever. The aunt, I thought she was okay. The kids were just kids. Yeah, and this movie just kind of gets into it. There's not a lot of setup. It is straight. Yeah. It starts off on kind of a horror scene. There's, they kind of expect you to already know the lore coming in. Yeah, it's like and, no and then maybe 20 minutes later, it's full on, things are screwed up. Go ahead. Yeah, like there's no exposition, really. Only exposition you get is when they basically read the book off. Or not read the book off, but start the whole process of Deadites coming. So there's no exposition. It really just gets into it. You figure out what's going on. So they expect you to already know the lore of Evil Dead coming into this. If you don't, you can pick it up if you don't. I mean, it's not hard. It's an easy formula. But yeah, there's no exposition. They get straight into it, and it's crazy. A lot of creepy, eerie moments. Evil Dead-esque. Yeah, those Deadites got a mouth on them, boy. They be saying some stuff, but I enjoyed the movie. I really enjoyed it. So let's go to Matt, who was pretty much narrating <laughs> the movie. He's like, oh, no. Oh, no, no. They're going to the door. They're going to... Oh, no. Oh, no. So, Matt, how do you feel about Evil Dead Rise? I don't even watch scary movies all like that. I don't really care for them. You can tell. (laughs) I don't care for none of that stuff. Like James, the subject matter expert out of the beast gang. Me, I don't care much for it. But this movie had me on edge with the tone, the delivery, the visual effects, storytelling, the depth of the characters, even though some of the character decisions were really stupid. But that's just what they do, I guess. This movie had me on edge the whole time. It wasn't all just jump scares, the gruesomeness of it. It all ties together like a vintage horror movie. And it's very hard to find those these days because everything these days is either CGI, it's a poor storytelling. And, you know, and this one doesn't have either. And the way the movie flowed, it made sense how everything went forward. Although I'll tell you this, I probably wouldn't be in that apartment. I would have been out the apartment first chance I got. But, yeah, basically. <laughs> Like James said, I'd have Spider-Man, I'd have, or even that homeless person, I'd bribe him with a McDonald's or something that was out in the alley. I mean, I would have done something. He's not homeless, Matt. He's unhoused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 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 Grimy, it was gruesome. Everything that you look for in a scary movie kind of reminds me of the first time I saw Conjuring. Um, so I was very, very impressed by this movie. I can only imagine like the time it took to make this movie. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure it didn't have a big budget. Usually Evil Dead movies, they don't have a high budget. If you think about it, there was only two set pieces, really. <laughs> yeah. But it goes to show that you don't need to like put 200, 300 million in a movie for it to have good storytelling. Have characters that are coherent with each other and flow. Mm-hmm. and have chemistry so i really enjoyed the movie again as someone that does not generally watch a lot of horror movies this one definitely gets a thumbs up from me because a lot of horror movies that have come out recently barely qualify as a horror movie would you agree james i agree wholeheartedly and again for a director 
that doesn't have a huge resume. They're not necessarily known for dishing out well-written, well-directed horror movies. I mean, this is what that was. That, again, skip all the exposition, skip all the lore and everything else. Let's get into it. And that's what happened. 30 seconds into the movie. Somebody gets a scalp report. Yeah, basically. <laughs> 20 minutes into the movie, full-on possession. There's not jump scares. There's not a lot of dumbness. Well, there's dumbness in it, but the sun screwed up everything. Again, I don't watch a lot of horror movies. Along with Matt. Matt was into it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was really into it. And James I was, was quiet. James I'm was chilling. in like, well, you know, see what happens is that like this is all iconography from the evil dead. I'm not gonna mention that. <laughs> yeah. So James is being the horror encyclopedia that he is. It's just like, yeah, see, that's imagery from like this movie. And like what you need to understand is that with that comes this. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm like, I was like, is this about vampire scenes? Well, let's go into a whole diatribe about vampires. See, like when you let them in, I'm like, well, James, they're not coming to your house. No, they're not coming to my house. They might come to your house. So if they do come to your house, <laughs> this is what you do. You do not invite them in. You step to the side. You might put some headphones on. You th- <laughs> right. But nevertheless, the key thing is that this was a good movie. Like, There's really nothing in this space right now. So again, you kind of had action movies, the Mario movie. So you had John Wick, the Mario movie, and then like Gardens of Galaxy. So this lane for this. Really. Yeah. Th- so this lane for this horror movie, kind of out of place. I mean, generally you would release a horror movie somewhere close to Halloween. Halloween. And if it's really bad, they're releasing January. in January, February. And this yeah, coming out I'm in April, out. somebody, somebody somewhere. I think James had mentioned that this was supposed to be yeah, direct to streaming. Max, I think. Yeah, it's supposed to be direct to streaming, but somebody cared enough. Well done. Somebody believed. That's a rare case. And that's Warner Brothers, too. Yeah. I think. Wow. Big Might's ultimate nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go to scores. So Jay, what score would you give Evil Dead Rise? I give it a nine and a half. I wouldn't give it a ten, but the only reason why I didn't is because I so wanted like a Bruce Campbell <laughs> cameo. But I'm kind of glad they didn't. But it would be nice. So I give it. You know what? No, I'm gonna give it a ten. That's petty. I'm gonna give it a ten. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. As an Evil Dead fan, as a horror fan. I'm glad that they always been true and consistent and faithful to their formula that they established long ago. Instead of trying to change stuff up. It would have been horrible if the Necronomicon was read online. It would have just took the whole little like, oh yeah, let's go to Necronomicon.com and then play the audio. Come on, man. Seriously. If they would have done that, I would have been pissed. But they kept with the formula that's been tried and true for them. And because of that, this movie gets a 10 from me. Any Evil Dead fan should watch this damn movie. Watch the whole series. There is not a bad movie in the series. Not one. And that's why it gets a 10. Matt? I'd have to agree with James. I'd give it a 10. I mean, the movie tone, just everything. The storytelling. This is what movies should go back to, period. This day and age, I know COVID hit everything and everything slowed down the movie theaters. But yeah, this is what storytelling should be. 10 out of 10. Because I don't watch a lot of horror movies. I might be a little lower. But I'm definitely going to go like an 8.5 to a 9. There's a lot of bad horror movies. There's a lot of terrible, terrible, terrible horror (laughs) movies. And James can attest to that. Yeah. Movies that, again, barely qualify. 
as a horror movie. Somehow this franchise, you know, other than Sam Raimi, you have Fetty Alvarez. He is legit. 2013 Evil Dead movie, good movie. Yeah. Don't Breathe, good movie. I think Roto Sayigas did Don't Breathe too, which I didn't like too much. But I think Fetty Alvarez also did Hills Have Eyes. Did he do Hills Have Eyes? Oh, no, no, that's Alexandra Aja. Never mind. Go ahead. I know he did Don't Breathe. Yeah, so he did something on. else. Oh, yeah, he did that terrible girl in the Spider Boy movie. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so he did Don't Breathe, Evil Dead, and then that 2018 The Girl in the Spider Web movie. I think he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Did he? Or no, or was that Aja? Uh, no, he yeah. wrote He wrote that. He wrote okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. For some reason, I could get him and Azandra Aja mix. Aja did The Hills Have Eyes remake. And he did high tension. I always get them mixed up for some reason, even though they're two different directors, two different areas. But I don't know. But he was a young director as well, like when he first started off, because that was what his second movie, like a whole bunch of shorts. Yeah. So it's like I like what Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, and Robert Tappert are doing by them, like basically producing this stuff. They're giving young up and coming directors a chance. So that's cool. I mean, because you got to think about it. Sam Raimi did Evil Dead. It was independent. And before then, it was what? In the Woods, which was the template for Evil Dead. There was an independent filmmaker as well. So that's cool. Congrats to Lee Cronin. You did it. Hopefully you can do it again, whether it be another Evil Dead movie and or another franchise or even something independent from any of that totally new property congrats like <laughs> and our encyclopedia james will tell us how to defend ourselves against <laughs> against evil demons possessions jumping out the window projections of like the stigmata <laughs> 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 all right beast game out guard your grill <laughs>